Ooh, howdy there, campers. How's it going? Hey there, hi there, ho there. What's up? It's Craig. Welcome to Something Works Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. April 1st, baby. April Fool's Day. How's everyone doing? I'm doing great. Although, I could be doing a lot better. A lot better than some of these uh, stupid-ass villains that went and stole that Van Gogh painting. Did you see that? Brother, I woke you up at 11 o'clock at night just to tell you about it. Yeah, that's seriously the most absurd thing I've ever seen. Like, it's kind of crazy how, you know, like, this is the type of stuff they make movies about. And it's happening during the craziest time in, like, the past couple hundred years. Wait, 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 James. Not in our So enlighten me a little bit. Sure. So as of earlier this week, a news report came out of the Netherlands that there was an art heist that happened at a small museum. I believe it was in, like, the Netherlands. And basically what happened was someone <laughs> broke down the front door of the museum, just smashed the window, and then ran inside as quick as they could and stole a Van Gogh painting and then ran right back out. Like, literally, like, broke down the door, ran inside, ran right back out. <laughs> like, no questions asked. Yeah, dude, this is typical of the Italian job. Oh, my Are God. Great movie. Right? That's the one where they lift the building, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. I absolutely love the Italian job. But, um, yeah, as of right now, I, like, read up a bit more about it today, uh, and there's no leads or anything. So, basically, just gone dust in the wind. Uh, I think it's pretty exciting. Like, that's some cool stuff right there. We do not condone uh, art thievery on this podcast, but, yes, that is a very cool story. Yeah, absolutely. But as of right now, apparently it also turned out the painting belonged to an American couple. So they were just, like, lending their artwork out, and now they're pissed. Like, literally, the article was that they're frustrated, angry, and upset. So it's just a bunch of pissed-off Americans at a bunch of Netherlands people. The Dutch. How much does the Dutch. Run? Um, I don't know. I actually did not see a, uh, a price point, but it's not, like, one of his better-known ones. But um, it's called The Spring. Um, I'm pretty sure it's actually was, um, around like, roughly like three and a half million dollars. Oh my goodness. Uh, that's, I think that's like what it said. It was said it was like just under $4 million, something like that. Uh, which I, to, to me personally, that's life shattering money. And, um, that's still a big deal. I mean, it's also like, it's Van Gogh. Like that's crazy. Yeah. It is pretty cool. Um, and just like, because I know for James and I, um, we're super into that, you know, bad guy, slick art or jewel thief, Pink Panther kind of stuff. So to actually see it played out in real life, just in the middle of this entire quarantine, pretty crazy to think about. James, who do you think did it? Um, so a lot of people, I mean, our past roommate, Wyatt, he was saying that it's just a bunch of thugs that are going to sell it. I think personally it was probably some type of rich mafia guy. I want to say like Eastern European and he was basically hired his like strong group of goons to uh, go smash and grab because he liked it and because it was closed because of the coronavirus. He wanted to have it and look at it. So or actual want to go the other route. It's for a woman. Ooh. Uh, take, take this Van Gogh as a sign of my affection. That shit's romantic. Yeah. Uh, oof. I've fallen short then in the past if that's a gift. <laughs> yeah, I, same here. 
What if it was just like a homeless guy that happened upon the scene, ran in, grabbed the painting, and ran? <laughs> really, you know, had to take you know, a, that shit as a homeless guy. Really had to take a piss. And he was just like, damn, the door shut. All right, so that's the other thing. The reason, the way they broke in was the entire front side of the building's glass, so you could see through it. And basically, they put a bed sheet over the window that they broke down. Um, but yeah, it, it's a pretty strange occurrence for sure. What are some other? Uh... I guess, villainous people that, you know, real people, not fake or comic book villains, but real villains out there that you guys can think of other than this art thief. Osama bin Laden. Oh, um, hate to burst your bubble. That's like a legit dude. Yeah, that's what Spencer said, right? Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Fictional? Are you talking about fictional villains? No, real life people like Hitler, obviously, was... A, a real life villain. Oh jeez. <laughs> Sorry, totally over my head. Uh, yeah, Hitler was absolutely a gross monster, and it's kind of absurd that all those Nazis, mostly like there's so many. Now Craig's gonna hate this. I went down a rabbit hole recently. So many of those Nazis work for NASA and like just like grew their roots in America. Yeah, that's how we got to the moon. We took German scientists. From the V3 rocket program, if that's what it was called. And yeah. yeah, the guy that made the engines for our first um, ship to take us to the moon was a Nazi scientist. He developed it. Yeah. And you know, um, Russia, like how they got up into space, like Sputnik was a original like Nazi drawing and blueprint. Yeah, that's absolutely crazy. Wait, but Spencer brought up a good point. Speaking of, I guess, not real-life villains, but let's do just fake villains. Fictional villains. Who do you guys have up there as the real bad ones? You want to do, like, most threatening? Maybe not just threatening. Maybe just someone that you feel, like, really embodies a great villain. Like, most evil. Like, brutally evil. Okay. So not, like... Not like who had his his own agenda, but someone who was just evil because they wanted to be evil. They just wanted to be a dick. <laughs> yeah. Sure. The dude who plays Theon in Game of Thrones and then kills John Wick's dog. That guy's pretty fucking evil. Wait, the guy that killed John Wick's dogs in Game of Thrones. I haven't seen Game of Thrones, to be honest. Everyone I know, I'm pretty late. Oh, shit. Yeah. Or, I just put it. that together. That's crazy. Well, he um, gets... He gets payback in Game of Thrones, so don't worry. But that's an evil dude. He just kills a puppy for that's a an evil dude. All right, so I would probably go with like the Joker or Doctor Doom uh, for mine. I'm gonna go a little more on the cartoon route, but I think those guys perfectly embody like what a great supervillain is. Great laugh, tremendous character and backstory, and then also just sometimes loses it a bit. Okay. Uh, I respect that. Um, I think I'm going to go off with uh, Kevin Spacey from the movie Seven. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, great choice. That guy, seriously, like, the way that movie played out, like, blew my mind when I saw that. That's a fantastic call. Yeah. So, uh, basically, like, you know, because that guy's not just, like, you know, being pure evil himself, like, at the end, spoiler alert, anyone that hasn't seen seven, which if you haven't seen it, you're an idiot. Um, 
basically at the end he's like yeah like i'm doing this for the copycat killers like that's crazy the way to think about that and to try to like that's your purpose also probably i'm sure movie endings of all time Ooh, okay no it's because because kevin spacey is kind of villain in real life because didn't he like touch little boys yeah i think he got accused of uh placing his hands where they shouldn't be I thought it was he uh, got, like, some, like, 18-year-old drunk and, like, hooked up with him or something. But you know uh, what? Maybe not the time or place to talk about yeah. this. <laughs> Either way, Kevin Spacey and the guy he played in Seven, both bad dudes. Yeah. I feel like Kevin Spacey in most movies, um, pretty like, bad. Because he has that sinister look. Like, he just has that smugness about him. Yeah, he can flip that switch from being, like, a compassionate guy to the most evil person in the room. Yeah, I really wanted to make you just wash his hands. Yeah, have oh. you guys seen uh, Pay It Forward? No. He's um, like, I don't think so. It's a, it's a movie about, like, uh, Haley Joel Osment. It was when he was a kid, and he, like, Kevin Spacey's his teacher, and they come up with this idea, like, create your project and make it, like, affect the world. Yeah. And the kid comes. Yeah, and the kid's idea is, like, instead of doing a favor and having someone pay it back, have them pay it forward to, like, a random stranger. And Kevin Spacey is, like, a burn victim, and the teacher for this guy ends up hooking up with his mom. Classic love story. But Yeah, um, I remember watching that movie. Uh, and I'm going to have to go against the popular opinion and um, say that that's a movie that I really just don't like. And that's probably something that everybody likes. It's a heartwarming movie, but on that note, let's talk about, I know uh, on Instagram, or not Instagram, Facebook, I saw a thing today, and I think a lot of people are participating in it. Uh, they're listing 10 things that they don't like that most people like, and we wanted to chime in on that, so we're going to do two for each of us. Uh, I guess let's start with Craig, because I know we know one of yours, so lay it on us. Uh, so pretty much anyone that knows me uh, knows that I am deathly afraid of beans, Dude, that's the craziest thing because you are legit. Like, if I could paint a picture of someone that is a bean lover, it's you. Okay, I like literally, you've got that stereotypical I, I do, face, boy. I will dabble with uh, baked beans, but anything else, just get it away from it. But at Chipotle, oh my god, I spit on it, dude. Not literally everyone, but oh, I can't stand when they ask me if I want beans. It just freaks me out. Don't like them. No texture. Not good. Not good. Not good for business. That's absurd. I. And, you know, that's something I don't like about you. Um, <laughs> it's my, it's, it's, I think it's my character flaw. Oh, God. Yeah, dude. That's like a that's a huge flaw. And my and my autobiography with uh, <laughs> that bastard didn't like beans. <laughs> and then just period. And <laughs> what's another thing I want to hear? I want to hear your second dumbest thing you don't like me. Oh, I'm pretty open minded to a lot, but I would probably have to say. Oh, when I'm on the subway and someone like leans over into me and it kind of just like they just hover like right in my face. Uh, not a fan. Uh, I'm a pretty big personal space person and just everything about being close with like in public transit or something freaks me out. Is that why you don't like traveling with me? Because I feel like I get too close sometimes. Yeah, you get all up on me. Yeah, yeah. Eh, whatever. Well, it's all right. Well, it's got to be things that you don't like that most people do like. Oh, true. I'm sure everyone hates getting breathed on. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know if a lot of people don't like this, but I absolutely hate anything grape or cranberry flavored. Absolutely hate it. Do you grape. like grapes and cranberries? No. 
You don't like grapes? Oh, I like eating grapes, but like grape juice, grape soda, grape gum, anything grape flavored that's not a grape, I hate. I found that most grape flavored things don't taste like grapes at all. Frozen grapes are good, actually. I don't know. But here, Mizzy, go to you. I'm going to think about my second one because, like like I said, I'm an open-minded guy. Okay. Um, one thing that uh, you're definitely not an open-minded guy. Um, I'm going to go right off the bat and say that, like, everyone eats this and people follow this food chain. And, Craig, this is going to be your second one because I know it's a mutual despising hate. Oh, my this God. This is my enemy oh, on the planet. And if you eat this, you're a garbage person. And I probably don't like you. Insomnia cookies. Garbage, dude. It sucks so bad that if you're ordering cookies to a friend or a loved one, take those cookies and shove them, okay? They suck. (laughs) That establishment sucks. But if they ever want to give us some money, I'm all open. I were yeah, Jam's actually hit the nail on the head on that. I don't know why I didn't think of it. Insomnia cookies might be just the lowest point of low in a human's life. It's trash. It's not good. Oh, the story all started. James and I were walking home from a bar uh, while we were still in college, and one opened up in Tuscaloosa. And we're like, "All right, let's try this out." First off, long ass line. Not pumped about that. And then second to go, we got home, opened up the box of cookies, and it was just the most disappointing thing I have ever tasted. I know I sent James a photo. There was an insomnia cookies uh, near my apartment, and I literally walked by just double middle fingers and just giving them the bird. Can't stand it. Dude, I don't want to eat that when I'm drunk, okay? Yeah, I don't know. And I'm a, I'm, I would consider myself a, like a big drunk eater. And seriously – if I don't like that when I'm drunk, that's a problem. And it, it, I feel like a lot of people are getting them like, oh, man, fresh baked cookie after a long night. That's weird. All right. I'm not six years old. I'm trying to get a handful of fries and a big ass burger. Yeah. Grease is the move, I feel like, for most people. It's absurd. What about what about like Tiff's treats or something? Is it just insomnia or cookies like cookie shops in general? I've only been to one cookie shop, and it's been insomnia, and I don't like it. It just ruined it for the rest of the Cookies at a bakery or something, but, like, dude, something about, like, it being a cookie store and not having good cookies it really chapped my ass. Like, it was it was just bad news. James and I kind of got violent in the store. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like um, if they're going to ma- be called insomnia cookies and they're going to bake cookies, I think they should at least make, like, a better product. And I hate going to places that are a single – product establishment no like for second i mean if you're going there like i want i want variety you know and their variety of cookies are just like a bunch of stupid stoner flavors like get real get real. Um, don't they have ice cream too oh we god shut up um give them the time of day <laughs> yeah uh another thing that i uh, that a lot of people like and not everybody likes and i know there's probably a lot of people and I've eaten this before, and I know Craig eats it all the time, but, like, I think I'm going to say tuna and chicken salad. Gas me up, dude. Yeah, love that. Cold salad's like that. Is I'm not that a, yeah, okay. I can see that, why you don't like it. Is tuna salad the same as tuna dip? Like, is it the same thing? Are you stupid? Have you ever had a tuna sandwich? No. <laughs> Are you serious? Okay, 
honestly say I've never had a tuna, like a tuna salad sandwich. No, that's pretty wild. Uh, no, I would say it's a little different. Um, it's, it sounds gross, but it's like lemon juice, tuna, mayo, and then some seasoning. And that's what tuna salad is <clears throat> and some uh, cut up celery. But tuna dip is a little more flavorful, a little more chunky. Um, oh. Yeah, no, it's just not not the same. Well, the, the tuna salad, my problem with it is just like, like, and I've eaten it before, and I like everything separate. It's just when I eat it, it it doesn't do anything for me. Like, I just don't enjoy it. You're not like a cold salad guy, though. Yeah, egg salad, die in a hole. Ew, I don't um, like salad. Chicken yeah. salad, like, people, people are like, ooh, I can't wait to have my chicken salad with my shaved apples and raisins. Dude, jump off a ledge, okay? Or salad. Um, yeah, like, like that stuff is, like, eat something with some sustenance, okay? Also, why do they call those things salad? Isn't it just, like, chicken and tuna mixed with a bunch of mayonnaise and stuff? What's salad-y about it at all? I think it's, I think it's because there's so many, there's ingredients put together, like, just how, like, a salad would be. It's not, like, a single ingredient or just one thing with some seasoning. It's, like, a few things thrown together. Well, and now I have to look up what the definition of a salad is. I have a pretty gross tuna salad story, actually. All right, here. I'm going to read off the definition of salad. Salad. A cold dish of various mixtures of raw or cooked vegetables, usually seasoned with oil, vinegar, or other dressings, and sometimes accompanied by meat, fish, or other ingredients. Okay. I get it. I get it. Vegetables. Yeah, that's like, you know, a car is a vehicle, and I guess you can you know, closely say that a scooter is a vehicle too. Yeah. You know, one just does the job and the other one hits you in the shin and sucks. It's just like how a hot dog is technically a sandwich. Oh my God. Are you one of those guys? A hot dog, a hot dog is a sandwich. It's actually not because if you look up the definition of sandwich, it has to be like meat between, or it has to be something in between sliced pieces of bread. It is. Yeah. But like everyone knows the hot dog always breaks apart. Well, what about a lobster roll? That's a sandwich. I beg to differ, buddy. My idea of a sandwich is two pieces of bread with meat in the middle, a condiment, and then you can throw other shit in there. Yeah, All and hot a spoonful of beans. Meat, mustard and bread. Like, I like my hot dogs just with mustard, but um, I'm oh just saying, gosh. like, it, it's, it embodies what a sandwich is. <laughs> All right, well... I think it's my turn now. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, Please get me off this topic. No, it's still my turn on this topic. So we're going to keep it rolling because my voice matters. Um, for, first one, backtracking a little bit uh, to what Mizzy was saying earlier um, about drunk eating. That's something that I do not like that everybody seems to like. That's weird. Yeah. I do not. If I have been drinking or I am a little tipsy. The last thing I want to do is eat, and I don't know why. It would help me a lot more for the morning after, but I just don't get hungry. I mean, to be honest, as someone who probably gets the worst hangovers in the world, I can say it doesn't help in the morning. But you don't get, like, the drunchies. Like, you don't feel, like, a little, like, ooh, I could, like, I mean, when we were back at school, like, messy fries, stuff like that. No? Oh. No, I'm full of beverage. I don't have room for food. Dude, I once I ate, like, like... No joke. I went to Muya across from Bear Trap in Tuscaloosa, and I went and had like a triple decker cheeseburger. Let alone, I was with some like random chick, and she was like, 
a vegetarian or something. And I went and I ate all these burgers. And then we left. And then I went back to Bear Trap. But before I even made it back, I went back to Muya and had another cheeseburger. James walked. Like, that's in. how much I enjoy it. James walked in the door and said, I spent 36. If you've never been to a Muya, it's like really not that expensive. James goes, I think I just spent $36 at the Muya on the strip, which is yeah. a ton of Muya. Yeah, I had like a large fry, like sweet potato fries and like a strawberry milkshake. And then I went back to the bar. Let alone, this is like 11 o'clock at night and I was drinking all day. I went back and I was like, what the hell did I just do to myself? The whole rest of the night was spoiled. Spencer, <laughs> that was a great choice. I'm very excited to hear number two. All right, yeah, number two, and uh, very curious to see your guys' takes on this, but lemon with my water. I do Yo, not like lemon in my water. Dude, lemon is like my favorite thing first off. I've really kind of also realized that. What don't you like about it? Just like how there's something in your water? It throws off the taste of what I want. I want clear, pure water. I don't want anything additional added to my, my water. Do you like cucumber water? Uh, uh, I can't tell you the last time I've had cucumber water. All right. Next time you're hungover, dude, you need to slice up like half of a cucumber Throw it in, like, some cold water, and then put some pink Himalayan salt on top. Stir that bad boy up. That's, like, homemade Gatorade. It's the most refreshing drink you could ever have when you're hungover. And it's, like, from the other guys when he's, like, the the cucumber accents the water in such a way. I actually remember the last time I had cucumber water. I think I was, like, 10. I don't know why. I've Um, had it, like, since... Before Corona, I had it almost every uh, Saturday and Sunday. Cause Here, Spencer, I will agree with you on one thing. I'm a fan of lemon and water. I will say, though, I don't like it when they get like a fat lemon wedge and squeeze in a ton of lemon juice. You could over-lemon the water, but if it's like a light hint, like, dude, just fucking enjoy that. Like, sit back. My grandma will literally go to a restaurant, ask for three lemons, squeeze all the lemons into her water, put sugar packets in it, and say that she just got free lemonade. Oh, my gosh. Is she from Alabama? She is. South Alabama, baby. Robertsdale. Oh, I'm from lower Alabama, L.A. 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 (laughs) You go in the summer. L.A.? Oh, what you doing out there? I don't know. Just lower Alabama things. Uh, (laughs) Dude, that's too fun. uh, When I used to work at a bar, I actually did once have a person that asked for four limes with their water. And they, they actually put all four in there they, and muddled it with the straw. And I don't think I looked at them for the rest of the time that night. Like, I was so disturbed. I didn't want to get on their backside or bad side. Or back, to be fair. Well, that's kind of crazy. Spencer, you had the best answers right there. That's pretty, those are, yeah. Like, I may not like beans, but wow, dude, that's wild. I mean, they're obscure, but I guess that was the goal. But I guess now that we're off this topic, let's transition transition into something that has absolutely nothing to do with what we were just talking about. <laughs> um, we touched on it last time. Tiger King is sweeping the nation. Uh, Nikki and I just started it. It's it's okay. I've heard every episode gets crazier as you go on. First episode, it was pretty good, but not as as convincing as people have made it out to be. Okay. Um, was on that topic since none of us have really watched it all the way through or anything um want to know what is your favorite big cat and why um yeah I'll, I'll, I'll start with this um 
So I think that like my favorite cat would be like a tiger. Not just saying that because I find myself to be You're a little bit like Joe Exotic. You're but uh, I don't know, dude. I always thought tigers were like pretty badass. Um, you know, it's mostly like they're just like cool looking. You know, they, they feel like you can never go wrong with a tiger. What about you, Craig? So I'm going to tie this into what we were talking about when we first started this pod right here with the jewel or uh, the art heist. I'm going to go with the panther. So a little pink panther action. I just think panthers are insane. Climbing trees, stalking from up in trees, and then jumping down. And they're also gigantic. I just kind of like it. Also, like, everyone knows, like, a black panther. It just looks just so menacing and so sick. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say black panther. Just It looks so much different just being all black. It's, like, almost scary. Um, but I guess since you took it, I got to come up with something else. Um, I don't know. Cheetah, maybe, because they're fast. Shout out Tyreek Hill. Jesus kid. Yeah, I mean, cheetahs are cool. They uh, they can't run too long. They can run really fast, but uh, they can't run like for like super long distances because their brain literally overheats. It's crazy. It's crazy also about how many times I've watched videos about cats. Tigers are, like, significantly bigger than lions, right? Uh, Yeah. I mean, like, there's different types of lions. A Bengal tiger, dude. Those things are gigantic. There's, like, a YouTuber Twitter video of it. You know that one where the guy's sitting on top of the truck and he's, like, whipping and then all of a sudden just flies out of the grass? (laughs) Yeah. Yo, buckle up, buckaroo. <laughs> I know. I also had some, like, weird dream, like, uh, a few years ago where I was, like, I was, like, looking across the pond and it was, like, a white tiger. And I was, like, am I, like, on drugs right now? But I wasn't. And, uh, dude, it was, like, the most absurd thing ever. What? What do you think's the scariest cat you think you could handle in a fight? Like a cougar? <laughs> like, if you... Like- like, you get the jump on it. Like, you get the jump on it, and, like, it's go time. Do I remember- have my blade or what? No, no bare hands. Bare hands, dude? Bare hands. You got you to gotta tighten up the belt and just... Yeah, your typical street cat, all right? Give me one of those. <laughs> typical sh- Dude, I just started um, Don't F With Cats, and it's actually pretty insane so far. I'm quite pleased. I just got done with the first episode. Oh, yeah. That's good. But did that kind of on that note, did you see the guy? This was a while ago who was like on his morning jog, got attacked by a mountain lion. And yeah, like, that's what made me think choked. of it. He choked it out or something. Yeah. Like, yeah he pulled and snapped its neck. Yeah. Wait, actually. Yeah. Give me give me the same cat that that guy had. I think it was like also, though, like a baby mountain lion. Like it weighed like 10 pounds. But also think about it. Think about fighting a 10 pound cat like. All right, I'll take on any cat that's under 200 pounds, if that's any consolation. That's zero consolation. What happens if I gave you a cat that was 190, dude? <laughs> I think All right, yeah, I'll you. take that on. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. All right, so James will be fighting next week a 185-pound lean cut-up tiger. That okay, straight up, dude. Yeah, get, and I get a blade. That's That's just the fact. All right, I'll give you my Swiss Army knife for my fifth birthday. Good. And you're, you just got to take it. You just like, bite and then get a stab in, right? The jugular. Yeah. Okay. Leave you both to fight this cat while I just sit in the safety of my cat cage. Wait, oh, I'm not, all right. 
Let me let me let me give you a little thing real quick. Would you rather fight the cat without clothes and with a knife, or with whatever clothes you want on, like like you know like Kevlar pants and like a Kevlar jacket? No, with with a knife. Do you know how swift I would be? I would be all around it, dude. It would dude, never... that thing would rip open your family jewels like quicker than you can even move that knife. Do you know how sl- you've seen my chicken legs? Do you know how slick I would be in the air, dude? Just dashing around, no oh, shot. God. Oh god. Also, what type of cat are we talking? About? Ten times out of ten on that one. If you have me in the nude and you're trying to fight, like it's it just doesn't work out for you. Yeah, well then then I'd be attending your funeral, buddy. <laughs> all right, then I'd be attending that. So like that would be that would actually be like the funniest funeral ever. Like sorry, like yeah, Craig uh, tried to make it out, but actually he thought he was tougher than a goddamn tiger. That thing ripped him to shreds while he was naked. Great. And, and he had to be naked in his casket. Yeah. 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 It's literally just like four bits just thrown together in a box. Like the like my See elbow, it, like my funny bone. That's it. Oh God. Speaking of that, dude, have you guys ever been like, I know there's a, actually when I was in college, I kind of realized that there's a lot of people out there that have never been to like legit funerals. And I was like, I feel like I've been to so many that it's kind of like become like somewhat normal thing. Uh, But also like, do you guys have any like funny stories or like weird stories from that? Yes, surprisingly. Uh, When I was little, I remember it was like my grandmother's funeral. And I was sitting in the pew, and for some reason, I, like, I don't know how I did it. My butt did it. Hips don't lie. But, like, this bottle of milk opened up, and I'm pretty sure it was, like, my baby cousin's milk bottle. And, dude, I was sitting in that pew with some soaked milky pants. Just sitting, like, and also this is, like, five-year-old Craig. Like, I'm so in my prime at this time. And just have milky pants. So, yes, I know how it feels to be a little awkward. Oh, God, dude. That's absolutely like absurd. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, get cleaned up, or did someone take care of you? Really, or you just I don't. I don't really door. remember. I feel like I was sitting next to my aunt, and like that's all I remember. I remember it like pouring on my pants. I remember going, <gasps> and like that's like kind of what I because I was five, so I don't remember that much. But yeah, that's like one thing I remember was like it like soaking my pants. <laughs> So, be- <laughs> so bean boy don't like milky pants yeah i feel like for as like uh you know like sad like funerals are i feel like a lot of people often are like overly like and i know i might get some flack from this but i feel like sometimes people are like overly sad during funerals i feel like you know pe- people try to make it like a celebration of life and uh i know like ever since i was a kid i remember uh uh being at a, like a funeral too and it was like my grandfather, and I remember trying to like climb into his thing, and I was like, "Why? Are, why is he sleeping?" And my dad was like, "Oh, oh Jesus!" My, and my dad's God. like, a, "You, you get, you guys, or Craig at least knows my dad. He's like a pretty like funny guy, and just like you know, he doesn't like get weird about that kind of stuff. He's just like, yeah, all right, all right.' He like picks me up. He's like, "He's not sleeping. He's dead. Like, <laughs> what are you doing?" But uh, yeah, dude, and and uh, as a recent like with all this you know coronavirus going on like. The, the funerals, like, are crazy. Like, I know I went to I went to one on Monday, and it was, like, you know, it was, it was a very, very awkward time. And, uh, you know, it's kind of it's kind of wild to think that, you know, like, when you're at something like that, usually people are really, like, 
you know, embracing each other and trying to like, you know, like be like, everything's going to be all right. But there's a pandemic outside. Have you ever tried to hug someone with milky pants on? It's kind of awkward. I kind of wish I had milky pants. (laughs) Milky pants thing just to cover for you wetting yourself at a funeral. No, but I did tear my shorts during the third grade field day. And my dad had to bring me shorts from Gap. I'll never forget that. I tore them during the sock hop race. And it was pretty <laughs> awkward. I'll never forget that. How? In the middle of the field. How do you do that? I don't know. Like, I, <laughs> dude, and my, the thing was, they like called my dad because my mom, um, her occupation would not allow her to go. So my dad showed up in his cop car. And like everyone's like, oh shit! And basically just had a bag of shorts for me to put on because I ripped my pants in front of everyone. Dude, it was weird times. Middle school or uh, elementary school was weird. Middle school was weird. Weird enough, my third grade field grade, uh, field day stories up there too. I uh, I had mono and was not supposed to participate in my third grade field day, but I did anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, that's how good-looking Spencer is. He caught mono by third grade, okay? Dude. It took me to sophomore year of college to catch that. Like, no big And deal. I guess I'm not that good-looking. I never got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Jim. You'll grow into it. Uh, but, yeah, so I participated anyway, and the way they structured ours was, like, you had a team, but you also had a partner. And my partner was this Brazilian kid named John Carlo, and I accidentally ended up he got mono from me. I wasn't kissing Giancarlo, but he got it from me, and I don't know how. That's wild. Yeah. That's yeah. absolutely wild. That's crazy. I wonder how he's doing now. Now, uh, Carlo, what's he up to? I honestly have no idea. Uh, I have not talked to him since that day, I don't think. That fateful day, it literally just caused a huge divide between the families. <laughs> Wait, Spencer, what state was this in? It was in Tennessee. Tennessee. In Franklin. Oh, classic, dude. Absolutely. More elementary, baby. I don't think I have any other weird, like, element. Oh, I choked on a gummy bear during Sunday day. And I remember I spit it up on this girl's shoes, and I had a crush on her at the time. Like, probably one of my first crushes. Yeah. Spit up the gummy bear, and I'll never forget it landed right on her shoes. And if you're out there, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Dude, I just remembered the craziest elementary school story. Uh, but a real quick one. So, eighth grade, dude. Um, I My mom was a teacher at the school I went to, so I never rode the bus. And out of maybe, like, the five times I rode the bus, one of those five times, I got the funny idea to uh, take a Sharpie and draw very grotesque penises on this bus and i drew them and (laughs) of course had to i thought it was so funny that i signed my name there um (laughs) and it was four seats dude four seats so i like got brought into the office and uh my mom was like in the office picking up like her mail or whatever and she was like what are you in here for and i was like i'll i'll tell you later and she was like no you'll tell me now so imagine being like a 12-year-old kid having to tell your mom, hey, we're going to have to buy four of these bus seats to get them reupholstered because I drew huge dongs in Sharpie. Oh, my God. Were they well drawn? Amazing. I was a young Picasso. 
Uh, thank God you weren't a Van Gogh, otherwise they might have been stolen. Oh, oh. dude, that's so awkward. Oh my God. If I told so, my mom and mom, I drew a bunch of cocks on this chair. Now you have to buy it. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, I don't even want to know. Super awkward time in my life. Also, I'm not saying like if that did happen, like I'm still at that age where this could easily happen. <laughs> I, I can easily just be drawing those everywhere. Oh, man. Um, Spencer, do you have any friends? What's up? I just said your name. Oh, hello. Do you have any odd middle school stories as well, such as James's? Uh, I have a very strange high school story about very similar to uh, James's story. And uh, keep it on the low, fambalam, if all the listeners here, but... uh, so I was talking to this girl once who really did not like this other girl that I was friends with. There was some, some beef going on. And uh, the girl I was talking to was the year above me. And I was trying to be funny and, and uh, impress their, her friends and all the people in the grade above me. And uh, the girl who was not liked her like junior like drawing, like everyone took drawing very serious. Like mine was like a football drawing and a lot of people did something like about themselves. And uh, hers was her blowing out a candle. Okay. Uh, so you can probably put two and two together how easy it is to Photoshop one thing where the candle is and make it look oh, like something else. Spencer. So, yeah, my ass got, uh, got chewed out for that. Obviously, really, really funny. I still think very immature and very mean because it ended up getting posted and shared around to everyone. Oh. <laughs> So I got called in. I got, uh, I think it's this thing, but I did have to uh, apologize to this girl in front of her parents. And my mom grounded me. That's so Southern. <laughs> you have to apologize in front of her parents. And then, uh, and then my mom also grounded me for like a month and it was May. So the first month of my junior summer, I was grounded. Um, oh, but, yeah, oh, it's dude. All- um, we're actually friends again, and yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's awkward. Oh, my God. I actually, this is, guys, sorry we got so off topic, but hearing these awkward, like, coming-of-age tales, it just, it makes, oh, my God. It makes so much sense how we ended up. Yeah. I, and that, the one from the eighth grade, like, that was just the beginning of my terrible stories. Like, high school was very, very absurd for me. I got not like in trouble, trouble, but like I did so much stupid stuff that I'm just surprised I made it here. Ridiculous. (laughs) I'm here. All right, we got one topic left. Not going to be too long, to be honest, because it's OJ Simpson. Did he do it? Spoiler alert. Yes, he did. Uh, this was this was nominated from one of the uh, listeners, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so real quick, if anyone knows me, they know that I absolutely know nothing about sports uh, and don't know anything about O.J. Simpson other than, like, the whole white Bronco thing. So I'm going to pass this over to Craig. Okay, so O.J. Simpson was this super slick, nasty football player. Basically, what ended up happening, long story short, super famous, was even in some movies, and ended up, well, that's up for debate, 
is uh, apparently stabbed his like ex-wife or his wife and like her boyfriend caused a huge case all across the country everyone was taking sides and then basically it ended up saying like oh and this is also how the kardashians got famous as well the kardashians like original father uh was his lawyer like one of his lead lawyers basically got acquitted for it and everyone was like "Ooh, i don't know about that and then oj went off and wrote a book called what happens if i did it and everyone's like oh man this is not a good look right now yeah well i mean i don't know much about it but oh you know what he did it there well so the reason they say he did and it's the famous lines if the glove doesn't fit you must acquit I've seen that video plenty of times. It really looks like the glove fit, like coming from someone with big hands. Yes, I know. But like, yeah, a lot of gloves are super tight on you. And like they like they might be large, but they just don't fit right. And like, so I understand that. But it was just blatantly obvious that he was innocent. Like he had blood all over him. He led the cops like on a super long chase. Like it was very bizarre. Also, Going out and getting murder supplies, I don't think the size of the gloves is the first thing on your mind. Yeah, you just need something to protect you. I know with this corona thing going on, uh, my mother has latex gloves in the house. And I've been going to Whole Foods with, like, half a thing of saran wrap basically around my hands. Because, like, she's a little lady, so I don't fit in her gloves. So I understand the struggle. You're wearing gloves when you go out? Absolutely, I'm wearing gloves when I go out. Shit, dude. I went and bought beer the other day, and I legit was just, like, in there, and everyone else in the store was wearing, like, painter's mask, basically. And I was just just willy-nilly walked in, bought the beer, and just walked out. And everyone was, like, looking at me like I had ten heads. Yeah, no, I do it um, when I go grocery shop. I don't wear a mat. We do have – we have one in our entire house. We have one of those N95 masks. Um, if we had a bunch, we would definitely donate them. The only reason we're like holding onto this one is just in case something happens and like, I need to like go out somewhere or something. Um, I can be like protected, but yeah, every time I go to the grocery store and stuff, I'm always gloved up. No glove, no love. (laughs) Yeah. James, you're part of the problem. Yeah, I am part of the problem, but you know what? That's got me thinking. I want to do a, you know, give, uh, give some shout outs to some people because it's, you know, it's the Corona time and I want to give them their time. So I want to give a quick shout out to, uh, you know, all those TikTokers out there making those shitty videos that make me glued to my phone all day. But also today's April 1st and I want to, you know, shout out to some of those good April Fool's jokes and to everyone that had bad ones. Stop. All right. Stop. It's not cool. But uh, Spencer, I know you had some good ones that you saw today. So let's hear about them. Yeah, there was the one um, where the dad told his three daughters that basically school was back in session, like coronavirus, everything was done. And uh, he had them out ready to go with their backpacks and everything. I think one of his daughters had like her soccer bag and uh, they're sitting there like waiting for the bus. And he's like, hey, what day is it? And they're like, "Uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. And he's like, no, what's the date? And, like, one of the younger daughters, like, it's April 1st. And the older one's like, fuck. And realizes that it was, it was all. Dude, like, Sports Center posted it. I thought that was actually, and it was also such a dad, like, such a solid dad joke on top of it. Like, it, it was really good. Uh, another great one I saw was an oldie. Um, I'm, I, for, I already forget the baseball player's name. But, like, during a uh, 
Toronto Blue Jays game, uh, they were lining up, like basically reading off the lineup, and all of us, or no, it was a Cubs game. All of a sudden, they go like, so and so's Jeep is up for auction, and the two players drove it out onto the field, and the one guy whose car it was was dumbfounded, like absolutely shocked. And I thought that was a pretty solid one, too. The old steal someone's car and auction it off because you're a professional athlete. Classic. Classic. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, some of the ones that I saw today were like the uh, the typical like, oh, we're pregnant or like, oh, like uh, I quit my job and like I'm, I'm going to go do all these things. Like I saw a few of those today. Um, not super original. Like I get it. They're like they're kind of funny. Um, the delivery could have been a lot better. Oh, yeah. I heard one of our friend's ex-girlfriends did it and it just wasn't that funny. Um, I mean, they, oh, like, did I say that? Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's who I was talking about, too. Um, yeah, I mean, I saw it and I thought, like, you know, okay, but it was just, it's just obviously not. All right. One, the baby is one too of big in that stomach. Friends. That's that's a that's a six to seven month baby right there. Okay, that's just a fact. Two. It's it's on printer paper. Who does that? Everyone knows they come the, the, the whatever doctor whatever ultrasound person. It's a little picture, okay? Let's it cut is that not out. surprising though that it fooled gorgeous Borges. Like that's not surprising that it fooled him. Like of all people, that would be the person to get surprised by it. Well, I mean, he is a dumb ass, dude. Yeah, exactly. That's why I was just like, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I wanted to do. I personally was thinking like how funny it would be to do a little spicy April Fool's joke and maybe text like maybe an ex girlfriend or Ooh. maybe maybe someone else and uh, maybe say something like oh like <laughs> something probably I would regret big time. Uh, it's kind of good that I didn't, but I was feeling real spicy this afternoon. It was really like oh man, what if I shoot that person a text? I bet they would not want to one. One want to hear that, and two will be so pissed, even on top of how much they're already mad at me. Um, in my 23 years, the only reason why we burn bridges, brother, is to go forward. So on keeping on. Love it, baby. The only uh, the only April Fools' things that were directed my way were from my mom, and <laughs> both of them I didn't click on because but you're obviously funny. Like they're yeah. funny people. Well, yeah, so the reason I didn't open it to click on it was because with as soon as Corona started happening, you know the those fake news articles where you click on the article and it's the giant black guy with the huge dong? <laughs> yes. She has sent, like, five of those in the past. <laughs> so I refuse to click on any article she sends us, and she sent us two today, and it's like, if the why would the second one be real if the first one was fake? Dude, that's and it was like it was the the one about college football being canceled, and then the other one about like alcohol sales not being allowed anymore. And I was like, I'm not clicking on this shit because I'm not getting a big dong in my face. Yeah, I kind of wish someone sent me a personal like practical joke like that. It would have really made my day. Um, I mean, the day's not over. Uh, maybe, maybe I might send one out. <laughs> Depends on how many of these beers I might have. Uh, but either way, uh, April Fool's, you know, it's, um, I feel like it should be cherished more as a holiday than it is. 
Um, you know, it's really coming into the season. It's springtime. You know, we're just on that last block before we have to jump into summer. I think that we should be joking around more because, you know, that's happy. Uh, bring happiness to everyone. Cheer and joy. That's what we need. Exactly. Speaking of cheer and joy, I know uh, young Jim and I are making a road trip down to Charlotte tomorrow. We've uh, passed our quarantines, uh, no symptoms, and so we're going to go visit a friend of ours that also has been in quarantine for over two weeks with no symptoms, just to get some of that summer weather in our blood. And that's just, uh, that's fake. And uh, April Fool's, Craig is lying once again because... He's coming, like you're coming with. Um, well, you know what, guys? I think that's enough for tonight. I think Craig and I need to hash some things out off mic and... Uh, <laughs> maybe say some colorful words. So I will uh, pass it on to Spencer. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just sign off. Uh, this is Spencer. Now, Craig, your turn. Guys, as always, we really appreciate you picking back up on the podcast. We're going to definitely bring in out some more content coming. Anything really pops in your mind that you guys are really dying to hear a debate about or hear some more funny stories about, please feel free to shoot it over to us at our Instagram at somethingworkspodcast. But yeah, kids, other than that, uh, just everyone stay safe uh, with the current events that are going on outside. Wishing the best. And yeah, until next time. Yeah, guys, uh, you know, take care. Uh, also, you know, feel free to if you feel like sending this out or really trying to get us on a personal note. We're open to any questions, uh, anything you guys want to hear about. But uh, other than that, enjoy your April Fool's night, and uh, I dare everyone to maybe pick up that phone and uh, do a real practical joke this time. All right? That's me signing off. Keep the faith.